Wow. I mean, wow, just wow. Hey, boys, this is Tyler from Boston. I mean, trying to sort out my thoughts, my feelings, my emotions, and I just took my lap around the block, so I think I'm all set. But uh, first of all, I want to give a lot of credit, in the like all the credit in the world to Drew Brees. He was an amazing competitor all year, great career, and I hope I wish him well wherever um, you know, wherever the next step takes him. But my God, I mean, how can you not be flying high as a Buck fan right now? You know, to start off, our non-Pro Bowl caliber defense, according to the NFL, came up huge, flipped the script, and won their turnover game. They shut down Michael Thomas. They held Alvin Kamara. They held Drew Brees. That was awesome. And my goodness, you know, there's a lot of other pieces you got to give a lot of credit to. You know, like the offensive line holding up, Ryan Suckup nails as usual, the running game, Rojo looked great. But Tom Brady, man, I mean, I haven't commented much on him this year when I called in because, you know, because we know he's special. We know he's the best ever, and we know that he elevates this team. But this week, I, I really saw him step up. He was the leader that we've, that we've needed, that we've wanted for all these years. And my goodness, he was on point. So, to, to wrap up, that's just so satisfying to beat New Orleans. It really was. If nothing else, this was the game that I felt like we really needed to win to have this season really be an overwhelming success. I mean, sure, we made the playoffs, and I think that was first and foremost the goal, but to do that, to beat Washington, but this win, to come back, you've lost them two times, and this win, this was a statement win. This was the exclamation point on this great year, and if nothing else, we can look back on this and say we did that. So, not to take anything away from KC, Green Bay, Buffalo, I mean, you know, this win makes it feel like you can beat anybody. So, we got over that ultimate hurdle, now we're on the Green Bay. Go Bucks! You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, and welcome back to the Locked On Bucks podcast. I am James Darko, flying solo in this episode. You can find everything that David Harrison and I are doing over at BucksNation.com, and make sure you follow along on Twitter at Locked On Bucks, at JArko underscore Bucks, at DHarrison82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Shout out to Tyler from Boston for kicking off today's episode. Always great to hear from him. We're going to have some familiar voices. We're going to have some new voices on this episode as we continue to dive in to the excitement of Buccaneers fans following their win over the New Orleans Saints, setting up a Week 6 rematch against the Green Bay Packers for the NFC Championship. But first, we have some news that we have to discuss, and this news is... Well, you know, big. On Monday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers designated nose tackle Vita Vea for return from the reserve injured list, allowing him to resume practicing with the team. And now the Buccaneers have a 21-day window to return Vea to the active roster. Now, this information was first reported by Rick Stroud, of, of course, the Tampa Bay Times, and, uh, you know, he's he's been a beat writer for the Bucks for a very long time. Uh, he broke the news early on Monday, and there is a possibility. It's not a sure thing, but there is a possibility that Vita Vea could be available 
to play against the Green Bay Packers this Sunday. I don't know how likely that is. They have fractured his ankle against the Bears back in October. But uh, as Rick Stroud tweeted out, he said, quote, Vea has been having some intense workouts, and the Bucks believe there is a very good chance he will be able to help against the Packers' strong rushing attack, but a final decision won't be made until later this week. Guys, gals, Bucks fans, do you have any idea how huge this could be for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? David and I have talked about it all year long. This defense operates differently when Vita Vea is in the lineup. What Vita Vea is able to do out of that nose tackle position, the way he is able to eat up blocks, the way he is able to collapse the pocket, the way he is able to free up guys like Sue, Jason Pierre-Paul, a blitzing Levante David, a blitzing Devin White, to be able to get pressure on the quarterback while also being an absolute wrecking ball against an opponent's rushing attack, this defense is just different when Vita Vea is in the lineup. Now the question is, if Vita Vea is able to go on Sunday, how effective can he be? He has been out of football since October, and even though Stroud reports that he's been having these you know, intense workouts and, and trying to get ready, we know that it takes a while to get from in shape to in football shape. So how ready could Vita Vea possibly be for Sunday? We're just going to have to wait and see how that plays out. He's not going to get the level of snaps that he would if he was healthy or had he not missed any time. But a rotation between Vea, Nacho, McClendon, this could really be the boost that the Buccaneers need to be able to upset the Packers in Lambeau for the right to go to Super Bowl 55 in their home stadium at Raymond James in Tampa. I cannot stress enough how excited I am about the potential that Vita Vea could be back and should he not be back this Sunday and the Bucks are able to beat the Packers and move on to Super Bowl 55, I would say that there's a 99.9% chance at that point that Vita Vea would be available to play in the Super Bowl. But it looks like, as of now, the signs are pointing towards Vita Vea being able to play against the Packers in the NFC Championship this Sunday. Surprising news, to say the least, on Monday exciting news to say the least I'm pumped up for this Buccaneers defense I am pumped up for Vita Vea potentially able to get back on the field we have more of your voicemails coming up in segment two but first we have to give a shout out to some good friends of ours the NFL is down to its final four that's right three games left in the NFL season, and your Buccaneers are participating in at least one more. Well, there's only one place that has you covered and one place we trust, betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. The Bucks are underdogs against the Packers. 
You have the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. You have college basketball. You have the NBA. You have the NHL. Spring training right around the corner. So baseball is going to be starting here soon. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. 2020 is mercifully over. It's time for a fresh start and a few more wins. If you're betting this year and want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They are picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get podcasts. Up next, we're going to run through a lot of voicemails. I got five more coming at you. Five. And not a single one of y'all asked a question. You all were just so excited and so pumped up about this Buccaneers win over the Saints, sending Breeze off you know, to the retirement home and, and shutting down the Superdome for the rest of this season. We talked about it yesterday, how we could take a look back at this game against the Saints and this could be the 2020 Bucks version of the 2002 Eagles, that this was the monkey that they had to get off their back. This was the hurdle that they had to overcome in order to propel them to a Vince Lombardi trophy. But with that, I'm going to let some of you guys do the talking for a minute, and we're going to start off with a good friend of ours from South Kakalake. Jade, David, it's you know who. It's Jim from South Carolina, South Kakalaki. Going to the NFC Champions game for the fourth time in team history. Fourth. Yeah, I know. Uh, listen, man. What an incredible game. Incredible game. My God. Sean Murphy Bunning playing his you-know-what off. Devin White was all over the place. Made a crucial interception in the game. Mike Edwards come up with a great interception near the end of the game. Uh, Tom Brady, cool, calm, collected. Hey, listen, I'm going to take what defense gives me. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Okay, fine. I, I, I'm just, I'm just so overjoyed that we get to go to Green Bay. And I don't care what the temperature's going to be. I don't care if there's going to snow. I don't care if there's 10 feet of snow on the field. Okay. We're still going to compete. It's not like we're going to show up and go, oh, it's too cold, guys. Sorry, we're not going to play it. No, they're going, to, they're going to compete. My God, what they did to the Saints today on defense, I'm just talking about defense alone, was incredible. Was incredible. The defense saved us today. Yes, we put up 30 points, but you know what? For the defense, man, we're going to come close to that. So I just want to say, thank God we're here. We've gone past where I thought we would go this season. I thought this would be next year, but now we're here. We're we're, we're there, and we've got the legitimate shot to go to SB55. Let's do it. Go Bucks, Jim, appreciate the call as always. And look, yeah, this is the fourth NFC championship in franchise history, and hey, I'm going to drop a little nugget on all of you. Might blow your minds. Might give you some some hope, some confidence, some optimism for this Sunday's game. The Buccaneers 
are undefeated in NFC Championship games against teams that are not the Rams. Just throwing it out there. These are facts. These are facts, people. That's what we bring to you on the Locked on Bucks podcast. This is facts only. The Buccaneers in the NFC Championship undefeated against teams that are not the St. Louis slash Los Angeles Rams. Granted, it's a small sample size, but we'll take what we can get, people, right? Right? Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. Up next, it is a loyal listener as well as a new listener, and hopefully we can keep her around past this episode. What's up, James and David? It's Kevin and my beautiful wife, Andrea. Hi. Uh, So, James, it was so good to hear you on that other show where they say the adult words. And it was, you had a great, you had a great talk. And I'm going to go call into that one and I'm going to express myself. I'm going to leave my beautiful wife alone. We're staying in a hotel tonight. And so she doesn't have to hear me do that. And I'll talk to those boys and we'll have a nice conversation. But baby, you know what happened tonight? Um, the Bucks won? They did, but not only did they win, they exercised some demons. Like I was so proud of the way they played. They were never outmatched. They never fell, they never fell too far behind. They never got dispirited. The protection was phenomenal. Like they, they exercised some demons. They really did. Again, I'm going to save all my colorful language for the other show, but I just wanted to thank you guys for a great season thus far. We got one more week. We got a huge challenge ahead and I look forward to your calm, measured, precise analysis and I'm grateful for it. Maybe maybe we'll listen to some episodes of Lockdown Bucks. She's never listened to an episode of Lockdown Bucks with me. No, I'm sorry. She hasn't. Yeah, I usually listen to it in the morning at the gym. But anyway, you guys are the best. Thank you so much. Thanks for all you do. Bye. Kevin, Andrea, thank you so much for the call. Andrea, I hope you stick around. I hope you enjoy what you hear and you come back and you listen more because you are not going to want to miss any kind of locked on Bucks celebration if the Bucks were to go on and win the NFC Championship, and even better, if they were to go on and win Super Bowl Derek Brooks in their home stadium. Appreciate the both of you calling in. And of course, for those that aren't sure what Kevin was referring to when he said he heard me on that other show where they say the adult words, um, the Loose Cannons podcast and YouTube show, Sammer, Stank, Poppy Latte, you know, those guys over there. They did an F the Saints episode last week, and uh, I went ahead and I called in, but in true Locked on Bucks fashion, I kept it family friendly. I didn't curse. I didn't cuss him out. Samer, I saw the look on his face. He was disappointed that I wasn't going to go off the rails and turn this into a you know Quentin Tarantino, Martin Scorsese level rant as far as my dialogue and content was concerned, but hey. I feel when I'm representing this podcast, that means I'm also representing David. I'm also representing Bucks Nation and the crew over there. I got to keep it clean. I got to keep it professional. I had some fun on the show. Those guys do a great job pushing out that content. And hey, there's something for everybody in this world of Buccaneers content. If you want something you can listen to with your kids, we got you. You want something where you can call in and you can just unleash untethered, uncensored. You give those guys at Loose Cannons a call, and you can do that. We're all in this together, guys, and we are all having an absolute blast. And while I'm talking about other content, you know I have to shout out our friends at the Pewtercast, Brent and Wren. This is Brent's last season 
So the Buccaneers are like, you know what, Brent, you said that you were going to go as long as the Bucks season went this year. We're going to keep winning games and keep you in that podcaster slash producer chair over there. Those guys always do an absolutely fantastic job. So, Kevin, uh, I look forward to hearing you you kind of uh, let loose on the Loose Cannons podcast. And look, it's amazing what a difference a couple of weeks can make in this league. You know, Saints fans all over social media talking about, oh, we swept them. They got their brains bashed in in week nine in their own stadium, you know, 38 to 3. Saints have won five straight. Peyton owns the Bucks. You know, the Saints are the Bucks' daddy. Yada, 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 yada. There was a few moments where I started to grow concerned in the divisional round when the offense wasn't able to move the ball. But then the defense turned right around, stepped up, made a big play, and created a scoring opportunity for the offense. And you're right. It, it never felt like the Bucks were out of it. It never felt like it was out of hand. Even when they did their little steal a play out of the Bears playbook to make sure Jameis Winston gets a touchdown against his, his former team. By the way, first quarterback in NFL history to be drafted number one overall, then have his first postseason touchdown pass come against the team that drafted him, Interesting little little tidbit. If you're ever on Sports Jeopardy, you might need that one. But just throwing that out there. Um, even with all of that going on, Marshawn Lattimore being Marshawn Lattimore and Gardner Johnson being a pain in everyone's neck, Cam Jordan, where was he? Trey Hendrickson, where was he? The Bucks did a phenomenal job. And all we asked for, all we knew we needed was the Buccaneers to have a chance in the fourth quarter. I told David on this show, if the Bucks are down at halftime by 14 or less, they can win this game. Well, at halftime, it was all squared up. It was like starting over. It was 13 to 13. Then all of a sudden, it's 20 to 13, and the Saints never scored again. 17 unanswered points. By your Tampa Bay Buccaneers to knock out the New Orleans Saints. One more call before we hit the break. And uh, it's a new caller. I don't think we've heard from this character before. But I'm excited because if he's called once, that means he's going to continue to call. Let's get to it. Hey, guys. This is Justin from Old Bridge. What a showing we had against the Saints in this divisional round game. Unbelievable. I'd say more defensively than offensively. And Devin White was star of the game, without a doubt. That pick he had, he was just so strong on the defensive side, running into backfield, stopping plays. He was all over the place, and I'm so glad that he came back from COVID. This was just a great victory. Fire the cannons. Raise the flags. We're going to the NFC Championship game. Green Bay, we're on our way. It should be a good one. Raise the flags. Fire the cannons. Let's go, Bucks. Justin, appreciate the call, and uh, hope to hear from you again in the near future. Yeah, I mean, what what more can you ask for? You have Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers for the first time in postseason history. 
you're playing in the most legendary stadium that the NFL has to offer. You have the elements. You have the cold and the snow in Green Bay. You have the stigma you know, that the Bucks carried around for decades. That they couldn't win in cold weather games. That demon was exercised in that Super Bowl season. When they won a game that was below, what was it, 40 degrees? Against the Chicago Bears. They didn't score any touchdowns. Martin Gramatica, five field goals. He got the job done, but they got a win. The storylines are all over the place, and people are going to keep talking about that 38-10 win. Don't, don't bank on that happening again. Do not bank on that happening again. Aaron Rodgers, he's going to come out swinging. The same way we were talking about, don't, don't think that Tom Brady is going to lose to the same team three times in a year. Do not think that Aaron Rodgers does not remember that week six defeat. Do not think that he's forgotten the turnovers, the way this defense was all over him. He is going to be a man on a mission, and it's up to the defense to step up and get the job done yet again. Real quick, before we head over to segment three, I have to give a shout-out to a good friend of ours. You know him. You love him. If you don't use him, you should. And that's our friends over at Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers for online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need and a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, those prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low, and they are the same for professionals as they are do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts in one of those big box stores? Don't do that. Go to rockauto.com right now, and you can see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com David James is Greco. This is a wonderful day. All I can say is, we came, we saw, we got that Saints booty. Go Bucks! Wrapping things up here on a solo Tuesday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. James Yarko, deputy editor of BucksNation.com. One half of your normal Locked On Bucks host, David Harrison, will be back tomorrow as we put a tidy little bow on the divisional round victory over the New Orleans Saints and start to look ahead to the NFC Championship against a very, very hot Green Bay Packers team. And look, for some NFL teams, the games may be over, but the work is just beginning. Usually, we're talking about this kind of stuff at Thanksgiving. But right now, the Bucks are still playing, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't head over and join Trevor Sykema and Benjamin Solak of the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast every Tuesday as they start their Team Takeover Tuesday offseason series. Each week, they pick a new team Take a deep dive into potential front office and head coach signings, roster review, free agent strategies, and go through a team-centric mock draft. 
That's every Tuesday over at Locked On NFL Draft. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And of course, Bucks fans, you all remember Trevor. You still follow him. You still interact with him. He still does the Ask Me Anything at halftime. Formerly of Pewter Report, he's been on this show numerous times. He was on you know, David and my previous podcast numerous times. Uh, always does a great job. Always a lot of fun. He and Ben over at Locked On NFL Draft, just absolutely fantastic. We are going to wrap things up in the most energetic fashion our voicemail inbox can possibly take. And that is with our good friend, DJ in Boise. What's up, guys? It's Lucky the DJ, Boise, Idaho. And I'm going to do my best right now because uh, my voice is a little hoarse. I was screaming for one reason tonight, and I just have one question for all of Bucks Nation. Who dat? Who, who dat? We dat. We them Bucks, baby. I have never been so happy in the past, however long it's been, to win a damn football game. The defense showed up. The offense was on point. Brady is the GOAT. You guys saw the game. I know nobody's listening to this podcast who did not watch the game, so we all know what happened. I am the happiest that I have been since my daughter has been born. And if you were watching in a sports bar like I was and there was any Saints fans around, it got awfully quiet in the fourth quarter. I love it. I hope your voice is as hoarse as mine is from all the screaming. I'm going to go do some shots of tequila. Let's go to the NFC Championship game and make it, make it, make it. Who that? We that. Raise the flags, fire the cannons, and go Bucks. Man, Lucky the DJ always brings the fire, always brings the energy. My, my voice isn't hoarse. However, I am operating on an unsafe level of sleep. After David and I did the podcast, I still had my pick six to write up, and I figured, hey, a 6.40 start, I shouldn't be up too late. I should be able to get all this done and still get to bed at a decent time. Nope. I went to bed after 2 a.m., and I had to be up for work at a quarter to five. That was not a good day. Not a good day, folks, but you know what got me through it? Knowing that the New Orleans Saints lost to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Knowing that your beloved Tampa Bay Buccaneers are playing the Green Bay Packers in the NFC Championship. Knowing that the work that Jason Light has poured into this team, despite all of the criticism and all the hate that he has endured from frustrated Buccaneers fans, that he was able to put together this roster. He was able to bring in Bruce Arians. They were able to go out and sign Tom Brady. Trade for Rob Gronkowski. He's been crushing it in the draft. How much heat did Jason Light take for drafting Vita Vea or drafting O.J. Howard or you know, any number of moves that he has made? Oh, Jason Light's terrible at drafts. Look at all these guys. They're, they suck. You know, look at these guys that we're cutting. All of those moments, all of those roster moves led to this point where Jason Light and Bruce Arians have put together a team that is one of the final four NFL teams left standing. There can only be one that finishes the year, but... Let's say the Bucks don't win. Let's say the Bucks lose to Green Bay. 
and and it ends up being Green Bay and Kansas City in the Super Bowl, or it's Green Bay and Buffalo. This season was a success. I mean, how many people honestly, truly, in their heart of hearts, believed after last season, after that final loss to the Atlanta Falcons in Week 17, how many thought we would be sitting here in January talking about the Buccaneers still playing football? That's a successful year. And we know Tom Brady's coming back next year, and he, he says he's going to be better than he was this year. And I believe it. Another year in the system, another year with these guys, it can only get better. Gronk said this team is built to win right now. He wants to be back next year. The whole band is getting back together. There's going to be some tough decisions to make in the offseason. What are you going to do with Shaq? What are you going to do with Levante? What are you going to do with Chris Godwin? What are you going to do with Donovan Smith? I mean, to me, Donovan Smith deserves to be on this team as much as anyone. This guy's played his butt off this year. He's had some struggles. Show me an offensive lineman that hasn't. There's not many of them. You could probably count them on one hand. Especially at the left tackle position. Donovan Smith might have played his way into a contract extension. And I realize me saying that probably sent a lot of you into a rage. But that's the reality of the situation. Donovan Smith especially with his postseason performance, might have played his way into a contract extension. It's working, guys. It's working, ladies. Jason Light and Bruce Arians have done one hell of a job with this football team, taking it from where it was to where it is today, and the sky is the limit for this roster and for next season. And with that, I'm out of here. So, a thank you to Tyler, to Jim, to Kevin, Andrea, Greco, Justin, and Lucky the DJ for contributing, helping me out with this episode. It's much appreciated. Coming up tomorrow, David will be back. We will have uh, our final thoughts on the divisional round, and we will start looking ahead to the game that will be this Sunday at 3 o'clock in Lambeau. Until then, please check out everything going on over at BucksNation.com. Make sure to follow along on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayArco underscore Bucks, at DHarris82, and at Bucks underscore Nation. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding day. Stay safe, stay healthy, wash your hands, be good to one another. And we thank you so much for joining us right here at Locked on Bucks.